following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not listen to it. Everyone else but fucking Olive. Nailed it. Hey everyone and welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch and with me as always is Chumpslap. Hey, hey, hey. That's Chumpslap and then on the other side of the table is the Dr. Scientist. What's going on, Pizzle Sizzle? Not much. Really trying to remember to call you Dr. Scientist. It's very difficult. It's all right. I can go with just scientist. We're kind of friends. You didn't spend 12 okay. years in college to be called Mr. Scientist. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do my best. So let's start with you, scientist. What, uh, what have you been up to this week? Well, I bought Avengers tickets. That was a hassle. Ooh, I heard. And uh, I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn when I got sick of grinding in rainbow skies. How are you liking Horizon Zero Dawn so far? <sighs> I don't know if I am. Oh... I don't know. Hot take. Hot take. Combat is repetitive and kind of boring. Stealth kind of sucks because every time you kill something stealthily, you jump out of stealth. Are you a fan of stealth? No, I hate stealth. You hate stealth games? Yeah. All stealth games? Uh, Not all of them. Just most. Most, yes. Stealth is a genre I dislike. I mean, the story's good, but the rest of the stuff, I don't know. No, I'm right there with you, too. Stealth usually is not my cup of tea. Every once in a while, a game will come and surprise me, and I'll play it. But for the most part, if a game's like 100% stealth, I, I don't want anything to do with it. The annoying part is like you slowly, stealthily kill 90% of the enemies, and you die to one. You have to start all over again. Oh, awesome. <laughs> that is it's like, uh, what was it? it was Metal Gear 4, I think, was the one where you could you had the choice. You could either go stealth and be all Metal Gear about it, or you could just run in with a machine gun. And every time I ran in with the machine gun. <laughs> That's the right choice. Yeah, it's more fun that way. Absolutely. It's a game. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I can stealthily creep around anywhere in, in fact, real I life. Do. <laughs> I do. Awesome. So, uh, <laughs> have you been watching anything fun? Just Marvel movies. Oh, that's right. You're doing the marathon. Where are you at right now? I got done with Age of Ultron yesterday. Like halfway through. Okay. I was going to say, I wish I knew what the order was. That's only halfway through? Yeah, there was like... Well, then they started releasing all the other ones. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy was right around there, and Ant-Man, and then all the other ones. It's, yeah, it's about halfway. Okay, I also saw, I don't know if you guys saw, but AMC is doing a 52-hour marathon, just doing all the Avengers movies right in a row. <laughs> that's unnecessary. <laughs> I agree. That's that's a lot. But uh, how about you, Chumpslap? What have, uh, what have you been playing this week? What have you been watching? Uh, what's your deal? I've been kicking around a little bit of Sekiro, getting frustrated as hell. Like fun frustrated, or I'm done with this game frustrated? Uh, I've been done with the game like th- twice so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I don't know. It keeps drawing me back. I like it. So in that way, it's kind of like a Souls game. Yes, yes. But it's not a Souls game. It's more of a Souls game than I let on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get your back there. You just blew it. You blew it. Absolutely blew it. What have you been watching? Um, I just watched that. What's that horror movie that 
John Krasinski did. A Quiet Place? Yeah, I just saw that for the first time last night. I didn't like I didn't think it was that great though. No, I didn't think it was that great, but I did enjoy it. It was it was so, a solid horror movie if you uh were in the mood for horror and you just wanted to play something. It works. I would have liked to know a little more backstory on where the creature came from and all that. Yeah. But And like I can't believe it took them that long to realize there's like a sound they can make that you know pushes them away. Yeah, no, <laughs> nobody thought feedback would be a good idea against these super hypersensitive hearing creatures. Right, it's like the thing we do by accident at every concert ever. Yeah. They must have killed all the scientists first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would have made it a very anti-scientist game. <laughs> Which he I know you don't like. He would have Dr. Scientist. It. What you been playing, bro? Uh, just the Division 2. I have almost three days in it now. <laughs> really? I thought you played it the last two days nonstop. No, like three game days. Yeah. Like hours logged. I, I didn't play for like 24 hours yesterday. I slept and shit. So. Uh, but I also... Well, I've been playing that mostly. I am on about to get to World Tier 3. You know, no big deal. Congrats. Is that good? Thank you. Sounds good. I mean, yeah, not- like you go, you play through the campaign, and then you get to level thirty, and then once you beat the campaign, the world kind of resets, and this new faction takes over everything, and then they have four huge strongholds on the map, and every time you beat a stronghold, you go up a world tier. Oh, okay. So there's four of them, and I'm I'm about to hit three. Nice. Then at that point, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do in the game. <laughs> The game resets and you got to destroy eight of them. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it just keeps going over and over. My gear score is like 335. I think the max is 450. It's like Destiny with the light, that whole thing. Oh, yeah. So you got a long way to go with that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you get your Gallarhorn yet? <laughs> My Gallarhorn, <laughs> yeah. I got the this game's version of the Gallarhorn, the uh, Chatterbox SMG, it's called. <laughs> it has like a. <laughs> It has two buffs. One is every shot you hit, it increases the accuracy and rate of fire of the gun. And then if you kill somebody, it reloads. Sounds like a Borderlands weapon. Yeah, it, it just mows down people. Except in Borderlands, it would be chattering the whole time. Yeah, right. It shoots little <laughs> teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the my favorite moments of that game. What was the name of that gun that just oh screamed that horrible sound? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, my God. What the hell was it? Well, I know the Maxi had one similar that would vibrate your controller like crazy. Yeah, but this one just went. <laughs> it was so perfect. It was a good gun, but I couldn't use it because it was so fucking annoying. Did it just come out like the speaker in your controller? Uh, no, it was like in the game, and it was oh god, it was so loud. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Let's see, Google, don't fail me. It is the Bane. That's right. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, shit was great. I can't wait for three. How pumped are you guys for three? I'm pretty stoked. Taking off that week. See, this would be great for our soundboard. We could hit the Bane sound. Let's <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> write that play down. It the entire rest of the episode. Borderlands 3 is going to be awesome. That'd be awesome. So, uh, oh, the other thing, I uh, ended up catching up on Jesus and Meryl. I watched, like, the first episode and then forgot about it, kind of. Oh, yeah. And watched the next, like, six in a row. God damn, that show's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's one of the best. It do, I, There's no other comedy 
on TV that makes me laugh out loud that many times per episode. <laughs> Every episode I'm laughing. Did you like his uh, their song with John Legend? Oh, yeah, Chocolate Galaxy. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's the song of heroes, as far as I'm concerned. That's <laughs> my new ringtone. And then, like, the whole the bit with Jordan Peele and the yeah. poster pitching was <laughs> fantastic. Suck my dick from the back to the future. That's great. Yeah. It'll be a great poster. And did you see the newest one where he talks all kinds of wild shit on uh, Tucker Carlson? No, I didn't see that one yet. Oh, okay. You're going to have to check that out. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> there was also another piece of news that came out. There was this article on Kotaku. I don't know if you guys read it, but it was about the development and everything that went wrong with the game Anthem. Did you guys read this, hear about it? I saw the article. I didn't. I, I don't really read much online. Uh, well, I saw it was about Anthem. I didn't read it. So It was pretty brutal. They uh, kind of ripped apart everyone in management. Like They were saying they'd go into like creative meetings where they had to like nail down the story or parts of the story and everyone had like an hour long meeting and then just walked away and it's like, wait, what are we doing? Sounds like my job now. Sounds right. like every like, job. It sounds like every other office job except these people, you know, their whole product depends on making that goddamn thing. <laughs> Poor leadership, no clear vision. And basically the consensus of the article was it was amazing that the game was as good as it was for what they had to deal with. <laughs> Wow. Which is not good. Did you play it at all? I got to like level six, and then ToeJam and Earl came out. So oh. I was like, ooh, I don't have time for this anymore. Yeah, true that. Good choice. Speaking of, when do you guys pick that up so we can do online? It's like $30. I ain't going to buy that. Coward. <laughs> when you get it for free with PlayStation Plus, we'll throw it down. Yeah, or even if it was $5. but It's got to be on sale soon. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they have a sale every... 24, 48 hours. So I'm sure it'll hit one time. But uh, let's uh, move on to our game of the week. How about it, guys? The the 100 download special. (laughs) The 100 download special episode. We got to 100 downloads by episode... 11? What did we release? Nine. Oh, (laughs) whoa. An average of nine point, what, one, three? 11 point something. Yeah, we killed it. I can't do math. Math is hard. No, it's pretty easy. But the, dude, the ads are going to come rolling in anytime. People are going to want to do business with us. We reach, I don't know, 10 people a week. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, those 10 people would fucking, they're on the fence about buying one of your mattresses. Let's make it happen. They have disposable income, let me tell you. <laughs> they hate their underwear and they hate their mattresses. And you know what else they have? Time. Because they got through all the good podcasts and then ended up at ours. <laughs> Let's get them some fucking stamps.com or whatever. Yeah. Stamps.com. <laughs> yeah, see, listeners, scientist doesn't really get the joke because he doesn't listen to podcasts. No, not at all. Yeah. There's like a handful, especially in the early days, not early days, but like a couple years ago, it was the same ads on every goddamn podcast. And it was always like Lisa Mattresses. Or oh. stamps.com, or or there's been a, a billion of them, I'm sure. It, they used to have the, the meal delivery kit thing. Oh, Which Blue one? Apron or HelloFresh. Dinner Leader. Oh, the good old days. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a time where every podcast was hawking mattresses and Blue Apron. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Quip toothbrushes. Yeah. It was, they still uh, do the Quips. 
<laughs> so brutal. Any hoodles. <laughs> Game of the week. <laughs> I really guess shouldn't shit on it. I hope they don't listen to this too hard. Anywho, anyway, pay us. We'll say whatever you want. And that brings us to our game we are going to be discussing this week, which is the original Assassin's Creed. Dun, dun, dun. Have either of you guys played this at all? I sure did. I sure didn't. No, you know what? I didn't either. I got in with the second one. So I don't know I. why I missed this. I don't remember either. I remember playing this like the day it came out. Well, I remember too. It came out in uh, late. I don't have the date. Why well, don't I have the date? It End was after year. 9-11. It was November 13th, 2007. Oh, look at chump slaps on it. Six years after 9-11. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chump Slap. Uh, came out for PC, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3. Uh, developed by Ubisoft. Mont- Ubisoft? Ubisoft? Ubisoft. Ubisoft. U- Ubisoft? 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 Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal and published by Ubisoft. It is an action game slash platformer slash adventure slash you're going to learn some shit about history, whether you like it or not. It was written by a guy by the name of Corey May, who also ended up writing... This guy's got a pretty interesting resume. He did Assassin's Creed 2, he did 3, he did Brotherhood, Revelations, he did Arkham, Batman Arkham Origins, Prince of Persia, War, Warrior Within, yeah, and he won... <laughs> He won an award from the Writers Guild of America for his work on Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. That was a good game. Pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, this guy's crushed. He's out there crushing it every day. Corey May is his name. Don't ever forget it. He's the Nolan North of writers. His name is Corey May. (laughs) His name is Corey May. Speaking of Nolan North, we have another Nolan North sighting. Yeah. He plays our title character, Desmond Miles. And who picked this game? Chump Slap, was this yours? No, sir. I did. This was the scientist pick. Dr. Scientist, give us a quick rundown. Well, you play as Desmond, who was kidnapped by people, and they're sticking him in a machine, making him relive the past. They put him in like a virtual reality machine. Yeah. So it's very sciencey. It's right down your alley. And, and Kristen Bell's a, the nurse or something. That's the only other person I remember. Yeah, Nolan North, Kristen Bell, and I, I don't have anyone else written down for their real names, so they must not be important. So where do we begin the story? Like, he's already kidnapped, right? Yeah. You begin in the tutorial, and it's kind of, like, all fuzzy. And- yeah, because I guess the the part the story justification is they're trying to, like, nail down the machine or the settings or something. Yeah. And they're, they can't put you in the memory they want, so then you got to go live through the memories beforehand to get to it. Oh, yeah. this is That's great. <laughs> I love how they say that. You don't have the confidence to enter that one yet. <laughs> yeah, how do they pick where they're able to draw? I can. Uh, there's a lot of science I don't quite understand about no, this, I mean, but luckily that's why we have the scientists. It's not real science, but <laughs> well, even fake science is science. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, people are just making up science these days. We talked about the flat earthers. Yeah, it made me think of them at some parts in this game. Yeah, he definitely mentioned it in the game. I'm just going to say it now. There's a part, there's a part where he's like, uh, you know, well, so you shouldn't believe everything you read. Some people think still, no, he's like, people used to believe the earth was flat. And then Desmond goes, some people still do. <laughs> Things don't change, man. <laughs> that, yeah, but the new flat earther thing was like 2014. So Desmond was way ahead of his time. Yeah. 
way ahead. He called it. And I'm also going to throw out a hot take right now before we even get real into it, but not Nolan North's best work. Well, I mean, I've seen him do way better. It's probably his most hated character he's ever done. Who's what, that he hated doing it? Well, I think everybody hates Desmond who plays the Assassin's Creed games. Oh, well, do tell. Tell me more. I just think they do. <laughs> I think you'd rather play the Assassin than. Oh, yeah. You don't want to play some normal fucking guy. Yeah. What did he do for a living? Bartender? Yeah, he's a bartender. Nobody wants to play a bartender. No one wants to be a bartender. Bartenders don't want to be bartenders. <laughs> They're just doing it to get at. that money. <laughs> Son. Exactly. Yeah, but anyway, speaking of getting money, so Abstergo Industries is the company that essentially kidnaps him. Well, they did kidnap. It wasn't yeah, essential. He was straight up kidnapped. It's, yeah. And they give him a choice to either go in voluntarily or they kill him. Which is pretty fucked up. What Do you think they even tried being like, hey, what's up? Uh, we have this weird like history lineage thing. Do you want to learn more about your family? Come over here. We'll pay you. Well, I think they think he's an assassin. They think he's still... Do they... Oh, I guess you're right. Because it gets revealed way later that Abstergo... What? Sure, uh, you know what? We'll get to it. Let's save it. Let's save it. <laughs> Abstergo, the largest pharmaceutical conglomerate ever, right? <laughs> Perfect, perfect. So, who, when Desmond goes back in time, who does he control or take over? He watches Altair Ibn La'ahad, who's an assassin from the Crusades time, 1200s, maybe? The Third Crusades. Okay. (laughs) 1190s, I think. 1191, yeah, that's correct. Lived during the Third Crusade in the Holy Land. So we're talking Jerusalem, Damascus. Acre. Acre. Was there another one they messed with? Well, the the home base, I guess. Yeah. I don't remember where that was. Yeah, I have no idea. I have it written down. We'll get to it. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, the first memory they send you back to is you and two other guys breaking into a temple to find something that the Templars are looking for or whatever. Robert de Sable or whatever they call him. I can't remember anymore. Robert. Robert. We're just going to call him Rob. Rob. Good old Rob Sable. (laughs) That's probably for the best. Because we'll probably offend somebody if we try to say Robert de Salab over and over again. Yeah. Even though he was a real person. Yeah. I think all of them were. Not all of them. I think all of them were. I don't think Tamir was a real person. I think he was. He might, but he was not. He doesn't have a wiki. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so therefore he does not fucking exist yeah. that's the rules we have today so then you're what do you are you going to get like a treasure a boondoggle what are you trying to get uh i don't even know if they tell you, you just find something beneath the tower yeah your master just sends you he's like just get the thing it it's it, all yeah. he refers to it as just retrieve it Right, and then this whole thing goes sideways. Yeah, and Altair is pretty much of a dick this whole time. Yeah, he's being a real fucking jerk. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How's he their best assassin, if that's how he acts? It's so strange, because he just believes he can do whatever the fuck he wants all the time, but yet he has a very strict moral murder code? <laughs> I guess He's supposed to, but he kills an innocent on his way through this. That's right, he just kills that old man, just yeah. sneaks up. And it's part of the tutorial, like, you don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to kill him. Well, I mean, it happened. You're watching this in the past. That's right. I keep forgetting because you, for those listeners who have been living under a rock, who have never heard of an Assassin's Creed game, you 
relive the memories of your ancestors, supposedly to get information or for other various reasons. And the whole bit is you're just watching the memories, but you're actually obviously in the game playing them. It's kind of a cool way to put walls around where you can go to. I always, like cliffs and stuff. Oh, no, that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. I always thought that. What if they're just lying to him when he's actually time traveling <laughs> doing this shit? Ooh. Oh, now you, didn't, we're you didn't play too. Well, you gotta. Oh uh, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I really like the idea because the franchise can essentially go wherever it wants. Yeah. And make a game. And that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty rad. It's just. Oh, we'll get to it. So, your boy Zadar gets killed. Yep. And, and his brother Malik is crippled, right? Yep. And well, you get back to the home base before them, or before Malik does, and just tell him I failed. Yeah, you just go to your your master Al Mualim Al Mualim Al Mualim. Yeah, I think yeah. is how we pronounce it. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and you go back to him, and you're like, "Fuck, I fucked up." Apologize to any native speakers or people of this land, because we are going to ruin some names, and we're sorry. <laughs> We're not linguists. We're, I'm a scientist. And, and I'm a chump slap. <laughs> That's an interesting question for you. Have you guys learned about this point in history, the Third Crusades at all, through your education? No. Nah, I don't remember learning about the Crusades much at all. No, me neither. For me, it was the American Revolution pretty much nine times in a row. I remember uh, yeah. things from History Channel documentaries before they started doing alien stuff. Oh, those were the days, huh? Now they... <laughs> when the History Channel had history on it? Yeah, and build cars or go <laughs> looking for junk somewhere. That's all they do these days. So you get back to the base, and that's where you meet your boy, Amulin. And then what happens after that? You're supposed to go somewhere. Well, no. you The Robert de Sable, Robert Sable, he like attacks the village that you're in or whatever, and you have to go. Well, you go, you tell your Salim. Mal, oh wait, Malim, Malim, Al Malim. I can't even. I say yeah. it differently every time. But you tell him you failed, and then Malik shows up. Malik shows up, and he's like, "Hey, you might have failed, but I fucking got it." <laughs> and I lost <laughs> nice. an arm and thing. Yeah, bitch. And my brother. Yeah, because Zadar was his brother. And then Rob Sable shows up after that, attacking the town. And we're, are we still in like? Is this a tutorial, or have we actually started? That's kind of the pre-tutorial story aspect of it gotcha because they show you the leap of faith then after he's at the gate okay well this is Got still it. the part where you have all your abilities and yeah. stuff like this is the part where before he strips you of your abilities yeah your end game character just learning yeah because he says we'll have to talk about this later we'll got to go take care of robert sable yeah Oh, so this is another one of those games where, you, like, God of War 2, where you start off with a whole shitload of powers, and then they have a reason for removing them from you so you could earn them all back? Yeah, exactly. And fucking love that. Yeah, it's the best thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Prototype did, and <laughs> every game does. So where do we go from here, scientists? Well, you go out and stand on a thing, and they tell you to wait until the queue. And then Al-Mualim says, my people are willing to die. And he makes a jump. <laughs> the one guy misses the phone. Yeah, yeah, and breaks yeah. his leg. <laughs> Ow, my leg. Ow, my leg. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, you got to go on alone. Sneak around and uh, let loose the trap we set up for Rob Sable. But the trap doesn't get him, does it? 
No, it gets, it gets a lot, a of, lot his guys. of his guys, though. Yeah. And then Rob Sable retreats, and you have your meeting with Al Mualim, where he strips you of your rank and apparently makes it so you can't do anything anymore. Yeah, it's like, it's I guess the equivalent of like, uh, it's not an honorable discharge. It's like a they bust you down a rank. Yeah, demotions. Yeah, he's got demotion. There it is. Start over from the bottom. Yeah. And Doesn't he fucking fake kill him? Yeah, he like stabs him in the stomach first. Yeah. I, I don't exactly get that. But. He fakes it. <laughs> but everybody knows he's alive. Yeah, he doesn't though. Well, no. He's seeing it like he's got stabbed in the gut. Like, ha, joke's on you. Yeah. You're not dead. You're just demoted. Yeah. It's pretty good. I guess he can't die. Well, you know he lives through it. How? Well, yeah, you know he lives through it or he fathered a child before this somehow because obviously the bloodline moves on if it's an ancestor yeah yeah it would it would happen well i I know you don't probably remember but in one of the assassin creed 2 games it shows well it doesn't show him and the woman having sex but it shows the him and the mother of the through Ezio's memories hot (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) true porn turns into one of those sex mini games from god of war yeah more games should have those It, just me? All right. That's fine. No, I believe. I'm not yeah. ashamed of it. Every game should have one during the loading screens. Human, oh, I was just going to say, I was trying to think of a funny game to mention that in, but the first thing that came to my mind was Tiger Woods. And I'm like, maybe we shouldn't <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have a sex game That would be the game best game one. it would be in. Yeah, that'd probably make the most sense. It's like 6 to 10% of the game's actually golfing. <laughs> the rest is just... And the other one's dealing with porn addiction. Yep, chasing ladies, <laughs> hoes in various, I would assume, area codes, <laughs> that whole thing. We're taking the Tiger Woods franchise in a different direction. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more on brand. <laughs> We're reaching out to a whole new generation of kids. I'd fucking play it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd play it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Even if it's like a point-and-click, terrible Flash game, I'd play it. <laughs> like the old uh, Leisure Suit Larrys. Yeah, Leisure Suit. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> There's crossover potential here. Uh, EA and whoever owns Leisure Suit Larry, give us a call. Yeah, we got this. Anyway, so after you get fired, <laughs> you uh, you turn back to Desmond and he wakes up in the Animus because they pulled you out because, I don't know, they're afraid of killing you. Well, the woman was, the doctor wasn't. Like, he's been in it too long already. Yeah, he's going to die. Okay. It's not rated for those many hours. This was this was Kristen Bell playing Lucy, yep. who's the assistant. There's we should I guess we should mention these people. There's Lucy, who is Kristen Bell, who's the assistant to one of two females in the game. One of the females <laughs> in the entire that aren't like poor beggars, <laughs> which or nuns. I think there are nuns, aren't oh, there? Oh yeah, yeah, I think there is. Yeah, so she plays. In the real world, we have Desmond kidnapped with Lucy and with Vidikin, who's, I want to say, the CEO of the company. I think he's just head of research or something. Yeah, like the CTO, head of research, something like that. He's the highest up research guy in that company. Because he still answers to somebody. We see those scenes. He's a doctor. Yeah. How do you feel about doctors taking science in this way, scientists? (laughs) Positive, negative? Well, what aspect are you talking about? Kidnapping people? I guess that's a bad thing. But Yeah, holding them against their will, forcing experiments on them, that sort of thing. It's for the greater good. It's not for the greater good, though. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's the Templar greater good. 
It's but for no, somebody's grave. You shouldn't though. do human experimentation if that's what you're asking. Oh, come on. <laughs> Unless you're going to do it on white people, and I guess that's okay in this action. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, you got it. Fuck them. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're the worst. <laughs> yeah, we have it coming. So, we're in the real world now, and Lucy and Vidikin, and she's freaking out, telling him, you know, he's going to die, blah, 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 blah. And then, don't we get some kind of. We get like very strange conversations between the three of those. Yeah, Vidikin goes off on a, like a soliloquy about his aunt. Uh, assassin ideologies being close and stuff it's weird yeah he really talks down to you yeah he's like fucking stupid assassin asshole <laughs> and you're like what <laughs> i'm not an assassin i'm a bartender so are the are we led to believe the assassins are the good guys and the templars are the bad guys i think you're led to believe that but i'm not exactly sure which one it is no me neither i was never sure in any of the assassin creed games and what are the, don't, they have a code. They have the three rules of the Assassin's Creed. Fuck Get yeah, it? They do. Get it? Oh. What are those, Chump Slap? Do you have them written down? Sure do. Number one. I don't know if it's most important. No, I don't. Th- I don't yeah, think. it's most important. Is it? Okay. Stay your blade from the flesh of the innocent. Ooh. Don't kill civilians. Yes. Gotcha. Number two. Hide in plain sight. <laughs> That's a lot to do with the third one. Yeah. Number three, never compromise the brotherhood. Which, not to be nothing, but this whole game, he's murdering people in very public ways. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. And yeah. very important people. And multiple people. Yeah, and people. it seems like they all know he's an, oh, you're one of the assassins. Like, they're well known. Yeah, they they wear a special garb, so I'm pretty sure. So, I don't understand how two and three are ever happening. <laughs> because they wear the garb to look like the monks or the... The religious people, yeah, just to blend in. That's how they hide in plain sight. I guess, and then I suppose never compromise the Brotherhood's more like, hey, don't lead them back to our base and get your your bros killed. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was like, don't snitch. Yeah. Assassin snitches get assassin stitches. (laughs) Well, it's nice to know that one has been alive since at least, well, now we have documented evidence that that's been alive (laughs) since at least the 12th century. Exactly. Which is great. So then what happens after we go, I assume at one point we go back into the Animus. Yeah, you sleep for the night and you go back in the Animus the next day. I remember always walking around and trying to click on everything every time <laughs> I got out of the Animus. It's like, there's got to be part of the story. No, I just ran Is back anything in. clickable? Uh, I don't know. I don't think anything was clickable. <laughs> But you check every time. It's just the the gamer habit. Like, you search the whole area for loot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, you could talk to Lucy this time. <laughs> Maybe you could talk to somebody else or touch something. I don't know. I I vaguely remember that in two, because there'd be times when you're in the same office or a similar office, and it's like you have to wait a minute or two till you can talk to somebody and then move the story yeah, along. It's it's kind of annoying part of the game. Yeah. And you're always just like sit in this chair and check it out. And check. I think they do that in every Assassin's Creed game where you have to go to the future and you just walk around. Let me check my notes. <laughs> well, it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? And then finally you walk up to Lucy or whoever for like the seventh time. And it's like, <laughs> oh, talk. yeah. And like, oh, okay. I, I guess this is what we do. I didn't check my email this time. I checked it. Now I can talk to her. I remember getting a trophy for talking to her every chance he got <laughs> in this game. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you go back in. <laughs> yeah, and then where do we go? Well, your Al Mualim tells you that there's a list of nine people who've got to be killed to save the land from corruption, free them from the Crusades, blah, blah, blah. And so you can get into 
back into good standing. Yeah. Work your way back up the ranks of the assassin brotherhood. So he only killed nine people to get to where he was to begin with? I don't know. <laughs> They're like, That's a good question. Here, get back to your status well, now. I mean, assassinating nine people is a lot of people to assassinate. You're telling you're not me. Just, you're not just killing nine people <laughs> randomly. Plus all those people who mur- he murders along the way. Don't forget about them. Oh, yeah, all the soldiers. Yeah, but this is just one list that Al Malim has. Like, yeah. does he just come up with lists all the time? He's like, ah, oh, I don't know. <laughs> the leader of Jerusalem. Kill him again. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new one. You might as well kill him. Yeah. Who would have thought? You kill the dick on top and another dickhead takes his place. I guess go kill him now. The dick hydra. <laughs> the dick hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. If we have any fans out there, don't don't fuck around with Photoshop and make that happen. Please don't. I don't think we need that. I'm pretty sure if we Google it, there's already pictures of a dick hydra. Yeah, there has to be. If there is, they'll be on the Instagram. Yes. (laughs) Just be a big, like, I'll just get an octopus picture from Google and just blur out the whole thing. Yeah, it's definitely dicks. Ursula from uh, Little Mermaid. Yeah, oh, so many dicks. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're adults. Yeah. So, anywho, you got to go kill these people. Which he, the Al Mulin, Al Mulin doesn't give you much information to begin with. No, just like he doesn't person. tell you why. Is every one of these people? You start, you go, you listen to a fucking <laughs> guy talk on the street, and then you beat him up for info. Then you go back to your boy, you tell him the info and, he is and okay. your plan, and then he says okay, and he gives you a feather. Yeah. Because you got to go to the head of the Assassin's Guild in the town. Oh, okay. You had to like clear any assassinations you were doing in yeah. town with the guy. Yeah. All right. You had to have a good plan. You couldn't just go willy-nilly. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to assassinate him. How? Eh, figure it out. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, that I recognize. What, again, was the first rule, Trump slap? Stay your... Oh. Wow. Stay your blade from the flesh of the innocent. So town criers with information aren't innocents? I never called them that. He never used... Oh, yeah, he does use He does. He stabs every one of them, I think. I was going to say... He murders every single one of them. I don't know if you have to. He does, because the one guy's like, come on, just leave me alone. He's like, I can't. You could run and tell him that I'm coming. maybe. I guess that makes him not innocent. Yeah, they're part of Well, because he's breaking the third rule. Assassin snitches get assassin stitches. Yeah. There's Rico laws back then. So <laughs> bring down this whole organization because they didn't pay their fucking taxes. Assassin Ricos. Oh, there's another hashtag. So he gives you people like uh one's a black market arms dealer and a slave trader and a guy who experiments on yeah. crazies. We can't oh, can't say that. The mentally deficient. Yeah, but I, I got the idea from that doctor that they weren't all exactly yeah, mentally disabled. They were just talking shit. Yeah. Anti, well, you don't know it yet, but they're all Templars. So anti-Templar propagandists, maybe. Oh, those are the guys he was fucking with? The doctor was? Yeah, I assume they were people speaking badly about the people. Oh, I thought they were actually messed up people. Well, some of them were. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, when you're walking say- through the thing... Don't, doesn't he say they're whores and lepers and shit? Yeah. I think they're definitely there. Because as you're walking through, like, trying to follow him in where the patients are, because you're supposed to attack him when he... By the way, his name's Gagne. 
Yeah. But you're supposed to t- attack him Garnet when he's... Plus. Garnet Fructis. He's checking his patience. So as you're walking through that area, there's like people jumping on you and moving around. They're just clearly insane, running around like crazy people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but did he do that? Were they normal before he got in? I guess we can't say normal either. (laughs) Insensitive. Well, this is way back in the day, so I think. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 13 years ago. (laughs) I mean, they still believed in magic back then. It's true. And I don't mean in the 12th century. I mean 13 years ago. (laughs) But the, aren't the Templars like really anti-magic? They're scientists usually. And I don't think they'd be anti-magic if they know what they're looking for. Well, he's also he also was using the the item you stole in the, well, Malik stole in the beginning. That's what I'm saying. To fix this. Right. They use magic anyway. And I mean, isn't science magic? That's so, what I always say. Science is just, ma- wait, magic is just science you don't understand. Yes. Or God something, something like that. that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But Said by somebody who wrote books. But then you kill all these nine people, right? Are they all, they're all under Al-Mulim's control, right? No. They all work for Rob Sable. They're, <laughs> they're under the Peace of Eden's control. The Peace of Eden, that's the boondoggle you're chasing the whole game, right? Yeah, well, you have it. Al-Mulim has Al-Mulim it. Al-Mulim has it the whole time. And you, these, are, these are people who know about its existence, and you're trying to eliminate them from the planet. I always thought Al-Mulim was making them do the shit. And that's why you killed him. No, they were doing this shit anyway. Yeah, but he was making them believe that it was okay? Uh, no, I think they actually believed it was okay. Oh, I thought that was, he was fucking <laughs> with them. Well, that's a strange thing, because whenever you finally find one of these targets and you deliver the death blow to assassinate him, you get this strange conversation in the animus world. Yeah, what does that happen? Like That, that couldn't have happened in real life, because they're like talking to each other. Okay. Yeah, I don't, it's like their souls are it talking. It happens in all the Assassin's games, but... yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's a neat presentation, but it doesn't make sense in the narrative at all. Like, they never explain why that's happening. Like, maybe it's something like, oh, that's the moment in his brain where he justified it or some crazy shit like that. There's just like a two-minute conversation between the two as he's dying. I think it's just something that happens when you kill somebody. Yeah, I wouldn't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know either, but... Maybe. Yeah, well, let's see if we can get some ads, we'll get some money, <laughs> then we'll see if this, we can make this happen. Just kidding. We don't want to murder anybody. But if you feel up for it, send us an email <laughs> at Plotty Time. If you've killed somebody, let yeah. us know. It's a Maury fucking commercial. <laughs> Again, we're not telling you to murder anybody. <laughs> no, so don't definitely get not. your lawyers out here. I, I figured in the game it was just a way for the the people you killed to have their little... Just for you to get info. Yeah, well, like to have their exposition that you normally get before you kill them, but since it's like an assassination, you can't just talk to them before you kill them. You know what I mean? Like other bad guys are like, oh, my whole plan was this, and then you fight them. I'm pretty sure that's what happens because after they're done talking, some of them he like stabs in the neck. Yeah. Some of them are bleeding out while they're talking. Yeah, uh, while other guards are around them not doing anything. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was very strange. I mean, you did get a lot of info, and you start to get the idea as you're mowing through these dudes that they're either... Well, the one thing they all, they all have in common is they all believe what they're doing is the noble thing to do. Yeah, they all think they're right and just. Right, and that I thought that was pretty interesting because they could have just been like a piece of shit and they didn't have to go into it, but they're like, no, we're doing this because blah, 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 we're blah, blah, blah. trying to free blah. the Holy Land. Yeah, they are 100% 
totally convinced that what they're doing is the right thing. Yeah, like the one guy's like, hey, I'm saving all these whores and lepers. I'm not putting them in slavery. I'm saving them from the streets. Which, by the way, I believe the first time we see him in the real world, he orders that some guy's legs get broken <laughs> so he can't escape. Yeah, it, that's kind of brutal. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm the good guy. Are you? Really? Has it come to this? <laughs> but yeah, I think All right. they're just living to their Templar ideology. And there, who is the guy that, uh, I think it was William Monofret. Monofret? Monofret? The guy yeah. who, Monfrere? Oh, oh, yeah, William, the, the regent. But uh, there's the guy who wanted to burn all the books. Oh, yeah, that was that was another guy later. Oh, okay, sorry. William of Mon- Mont- Montferrat. Montferrat. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that was a tough one. But uh, he's just taking money that was given to him by, I assume, was doled out by, like, Richard, King Richard, and was supposed to go to food for the citizens, and he just pockets the whole shit. Yeah, he also kills prisoners that were supposed to be traded. Didn't he say he took the food to ration? Yeah. He's like, it's to ration yes. later when the fucking winter comes. These people don't know. That's how he justified it. I mean, it justifies it with the food, but what about that money? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the money. That's, um, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Ask any American politician. That's all it comes down to. It's true. Sick burn. Well, and the one Got guy him. did... Got <laughs> you got those fucking now we're canceled <laughs> i got it guys i got them there goes all their fucking money <laughs> you expose them for what they are no one's going to want to advertise on here now <laughs> now now we're screwed oh, i just did it but uh there's also the one guy he goes to get to uh assassinate uh talal who sets him up in a trap yeah, he was the in slave the, trader. Yeah. That's the guy who thought he was saving people from the streets, not yeah. enslaving them. Yeah, that guy was fucked up. And there's like the rooftop chase, and the guy's like, he's that classic villain where he talks a big game, and he's like, yeah, you let's see if you can get past my guards. They're badasses, and you kill him immediately. He's like, uh. I'm out of here. Yeah, they find me now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have a backup plan, and just runs away. <laughs> Those are the best classic thing to do yeah and there's one one of the guys you kill right before you kill the last guy the eighth guy is a the scholar he's taking books and burning them <laughs> to take yeah which one was that i'm trying to find uh, in my goddamn I didn't put notes. his name down julier al hakim oh there we go yeah so he's just burning books all books yeah so people don't get corrupted knowledge so basically any knowledge that he doesn't agree with gets burned yeah he makes a very good point to Altair when he kills him. He says, you're burning books. You're ruining all their knowledge. He's like, well, you're killing me and losing all my knowledge. Yeah, he's like, you're killing somebody whose idea you didn't agree with. <laughs> that's just what I was doing. I wasn't <laughs> killing nobody. He's like, yeah, but that's not the same. Well, okay. Yeah, they all make, a lot of the bad guys make good points. Well, as, as you kill the first eight guys, every time you see like Altair starting to question more and more what he's doing and why he's doing it. Because he doesn't exactly get some of them. Yeah, because I mean, in during this portion of the game, you're constantly going back to Al Mulim and you know telling him the sections are done and you've killed these guys and he's giving you more people. Like you go back and check in with him, and every time you go back, Desmond's more not Desmond. Altair's more angry that he doesn't know what's going on, and he eventually pushes him to get info. Yeah. When does he get all the info when he kills Robert? Uh, before he does. 
right after he kills the book burning. Oh, he, the last the last two, the seventh and eighth guys you kill, I think he's starting to figure it out. Because then you also Malik is the oh assassin leader of Damascus or whatever one that it's, is. They call it bureau something. Yeah. But uh, then he starts talking to him about Al Mualim at the after he killed the eighth guy. And he starts discussing with him that he should question more and see, look into it. Because Malik said that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have a very interesting relationship with Malik throughout the whole game. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just getting to be his buddy. <laughs> it's Well, you, you, you're the reason his brother's dead. And he has and he's one pissed. Arm. Yeah. And he has one arm. Yes. <laughs> out of the two of them, only one out of four arms remain. <laughs> <laughs> So he's not thrilled about that, but he's also mad at you for going against the Brotherhood, and then you're trying to get back in the good brace, so he's like, uh, all right, whatever. And eventually you guys become bros. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, I want to say I'm sorry. It's like, no, I don't accept it, because <laughs> you're not the guy who did that. Yeah, <laughs> Give me oh. a hug. <laughs> well, you can tell as the game goes on that Altair is, I guess, growing up as an assassin. Yeah, he's becoming a fucking normal person who's not an asshole. So how big of an asshole was he before this when he reached top assassin ranks? Pretty big asshole. He was a pretty big asshole in the beginning. Dude, he's an asshole. He's supposed to fucking kill a guy all stealthy and shit. And he's just like, watch this. Walks up. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Tries to stab him. Yeah, which uh, did did that in any way feel repetitive when you were taking out those guys? Chump slap looking at you? Yeah. Yeah, the whole game felt repetitive. I mean, it was just... There are only like three different animations for the assassinations. So. <laughs> you know, every time I've played an Assassin's Creed game, I always like don't do the story missions and do all the side stuff. And then I'm like starting to get sick of the game. I was like, all right, I'll run through the story in a day. Yeah, and there's always like as the games went on, they had that thing where they were releasing one every at least once a year. Yeah. Would it be a major one where that's where they lost me because I played two and really liked it. I played Brotherhood and really liked it. Then I got, you know, held up with another game or two, and then all of a sudden, three other games came out, and I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm not going to... Yeah, I can't tell which way the story goes, and <laughs> are they even connected at that point, or are they... Well, all three of the Assassin's Creed 2 games are connected. Well, all one, two, and three? Well, two, Brotherhood, and Revelations? They all have the all Ezio stories. Yeah, and then the rest are just random ass. Well, the third one's tied to still Desmond. I don't know, I stopped after the third one. And Origins isn't Desmond, so I don't know what happened in between. Oh, so many goddamn games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear they're making a Viking one or something now. There was just news about it. I'm surprised they didn't go to, like, Sekiro, Japan yet. Well. Yeah, that's a good point. Once you find the map, you can see where all the pieces are. Yeah. Anyway, so you kill the eight guys, and then the last guy you have to kill is Robert Sable. Oh, your nemesis from the beginning. Yep. Who made an ass out of you. <laughs> And there's so much goddamn talking here. Oh, my God, yes. On a battlefield. This is where King Richard's there, right? Yeah. And you have to plead oh, your case. Yeah. And for some reason, he says, like, God decide by you two guys fighting each other. Yeah. And then you you fucking swarmed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you versus 13 guys. Yeah. Like, God decide. All right. Every fucking guy try to kill this guy. <laughs> what the fuck? So did God decide I should throw nine of my boys at him? Is that what we're getting? <laughs> like that? Yeah, that part I didn't understand. No, it sounded like he'd be like, "Let God decide." Yeah, and one on one, throw the swords down, fisticuffs. And then when you win, you obviously win that battle. And uh, 
Richard says, oh, so I guess he was betraying me and all those guys underneath him were. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you are. Yeah, because <laughs> that was so strange because they were both, they both had opposite sides of the story. And I think I kind of got the gist from when he, uh, Des, when Altair was talking to Richard that he was kind of leaning that way because Altair just had the, the Trump card. He's like, well, why would I lie? Like, I have no reason to lie about any of this. Yeah, like, why would I even be here if this wasn't the case? Yeah, and. And Robert at the time is trying to get King Richard to align with Saladin to both of them attack yeah. the assassins. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, there's a whole reason for him to lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would I lie? Because I'm going to wipe out all the assassins, but that doesn't give me a reason. That's not a good enough reason. I'm an assassin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I straight up murder whoever we feel needs to get murdered. Whoever the old man says. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I think he's going That's not a system on. of government. That's, <laughs> You can't be doing that. What kind of system do you live in? Oh, it's an assassin reign. It's just, you know, the people that need to die, just they get killed. Yeah, you can't question Al Maleen. So do you have like uh, like a like a town charter or a or board or someone? No, it's just the old guy. He just no, he, picks whomever. He tells us and then, uh, oh, we do have to run it by one of our buddies. <laughs> yeah, of this town. Who's in the town. But otherwise, yeah. But he we, always says yes. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so that's why my neighbor got straight up fucking murdered because his dog shit on Richard's dog. Al-Malim does not have it. Also, also, we skipped over the part when you beat Robert Sable and he's dying in his two-minute death speech. He tells you that, shocking spoilers here, Al-Malim was good behind the whole thing. Al-Malim oh, yeah. was actually one of them. No, he was an assassin. He just wanted to work for himself. But he was. But why would they fucking join up know. with him? That doesn't. That didn't make any sense. Let's circle back to that because we have to talk about what the relic, the Eden. What is it called? The Eden piece. Piece of Eden. An yeah. apple of Eden. Piece of Eden. Yeah. What does that actually do? Scientists, explain it to us. I believe it just makes people think what you want them to, and it creates illusions. It, yeah, it's like. He says Hallucinations. Yeah, he says something about parting the Red Sea was just an illusion caused by it. And yeah, and when you got stabbed in the beginning by him, that was an illusion. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together. See, now this is why I'm saying, was he making all the other guys delusional? I, I think they were all on his side. But I don't know. Because he wants to just eliminate the knowledge of the, the piece of Eden. No, I I see exactly what you're getting at, Chump Slap. Like, was he convincing those guys to do these horrible things? Yeah, yeah. Just to have an excuse to kill him because they knew about it. Right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I didn't think it was that way, but I guess it's possible. Or they could have just been assholes. Well, they all knew about it, though. Every one of them knew about the pieces of Eden. Yeah. Yeah, I figure if that was the case then, Chump Slap, they would have made that more clear to us. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't do it. Last time I woke up, I was well, I have no what idea what happened the last six months. And, whatever. And then after Robert Sable's dead, the only person who knows about it besides Al Mualim is Altair and Malik, I guess. But they skipped over that part. Yeah. Does do you do you tell Malik about it? Yeah, because Malik, you tell. Oh him yeah, you're going. He's the one who found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh that prick. Yeah. Yeah. He finds he finds evidence that Al-Mualim was behind it, but then like he came to his own different separate conclusion. Well, Altair explains it to him before he goes to kill Robert Sable, oh, okay. and then he's like, he's like, all right, I'll inspect it because he says something about see it with your own eyes and make your own decision. Don't go by what other people say. Blah blah blah. Assassin's Creed stuff. Of course, of course. 
So Robert de Sable is dead. Rob Sable. Yes. Rob Sable. Yes, you killed him. The Rob Sable. After he's like, I'm just doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Sable's dead. Bobby. <laughs> and then So then there's also a point where doesn't Malik save you as well? Well, he, from, he, at, from after this fight, he yeah he catches up with you and you both decide to go to Masiaf. He got Al Salim, Al Mualim, Al Mualim. Oh yeah, and that's where Doctor Garnier, the the real Doctor Garnier <laughs> in history, he was in that battle. Yeah, but well, I read about that on his wiki. Also, nice. right before you go to the. Even though you killed him before the battle, yeah. in his well, battle. it gets to that. <laughs> right before you go to the last battle, you go back. You wake up back in the Animus. Well, this happens a couple of times through here. You wake up, and they go. Various things tell you. One of them, he tells you that you can't trust the history you read because yeah, people have changed yeah. it. It's not going to be what you were taught. He's like a lot of this shit that's going on in the Animus. That's not what I read. It's yeah. like, what kind of fucking books were you reading about <laughs> the Third Crusade? <laughs> but he's like, and people change it, and it's not always. Oh, you should play Assassin's Creed 3 if you want to see how history's changed. Oh, I know. So does this does this thing just do create an illusion or is it I thought it was sort of like a mind control or is the point to use illusions to deceive people, I guess. Oh, you're talking about the piece of Eden? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a mind control because that's why the Templars wanted it because they're like we can make the world peaceful if everyone just Yeah. It's stupid. The, the modern day Templars wanted to put it in a satellite so it could control everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it starts off them saying, well, we want to do it to end all conflict and make world peace. And it's like, yeah, I don't believe you for a fucking second. It's like Hydra from the Marvel movies. I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's basically the same thing where they wanted to make peace by having people follow their rules. Their Hydra has less dicks in it. So. <laughs> yes, yeah, <so> there. <laughs> it's also an acronym for something, but I don't remember what. Yeah. We don't need to know. Let's not look and that up. Also, in the future, they tell you there's other pieces. So that's what they're trying to find. They're not trying to find that specific piece that he had. They're trying to find other pieces. They just want to find a piece, piece yes. they say. At the but end they the also said that they only needed one. Yeah, and there's dozens yeah. of them. There were 24 that I counted oh. on the map. So that's how many Assassin's Creed games there could be. Well, there could be more of that because there's three for two, and I think there's only one piece of Eden in all three. Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn. <laughs> there might be two, but I think there's one. But anyway... Then you wake up, then you go back and you attack Al Mualim. Yeah, this and is then have while the, fight the, of the century. Yeah. yeah. This is while the assassins are attacking in real life. I I don't know if that really happens. It kind of sounds like faked to make Desmond believe it. I don't really know what happens in the game. I don't remember. In two. Yeah, I don't remember either, because it all does happen over the phone. I didn't know if that was supposed to be another deception for uh, Desmond yeah. to make him feel more important, or if that was a actual thing and just like graphic limitations they don't want to animate it well lucy was an assassin watching the the game made me think it was fake because he's like listen and he hits the button oh we Uh, killed them all yeah do you think lucy was a fake assassin then you didn't play the other assassin's creed games did you just answer the question without (laughs) without that knowledge (laughs) no she's a real assassin that's what it seems like she's there she does that stupid thing to show him or, oh yeah, yeah. Because you're supposed to cut your finger off when you become an assassin, but in the olden days. And uh, one thing that we forgot to mention is that, as a, I guess we'll call it a side effect of this, is the fact that you can have memory bleed, where the memories you've gone and visited kind of merge in with your own. Yeah. Which sounds fucking awful. It does. <laughs> but it helps Desmond. Yeah, it becomes a superpower. I thought that was very confusing. 
Because the way they all made it sound is like you might go insane because you have no idea what's real and what's happening and what isn't, depending on what you remember. And then it's like, oh, no, I just get his superpowers now. It's totally cool. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It, it, it's weird how complicated this plot is, and then after playing the other ones, how much more complicated the whole Assassin's Creed is. I was going to say, there's no memory bleed in this one, right? They don't, <laughs> they don't talk about that shit. Well, that's what happens at the end after you get in the fight and Lucy wakes you up and you see all the things around. And you start reading the walls. Yeah. That's the memory bleed. Yeah, you get like his vision or whatever it is. Uh, Eagle okay. vision. Assassin vision 2001. <laughs> Fair enough. TM. Oh, we also forgot to mention, Does when does the game take place? Because I think it's supposed to take place in the far off future world of 2012. Oh. oh. I was like, it's 11.9. Yeah. We, we <laughs> I, I just assumed it was present day in the game. But yeah, it could be 2012. When was the game released? 26? Oh, seven. Okay. It's as old as my car. Which, it, that would have put it... As a year one game, right? Yeah. Because it was was, 06 they came out. It was one year and like a week after the release of the PS3. Because I looked it up because I remember like I got this pretty early. Yeah, I thought it was a PS2 game when we first got it. but No, but it was beautiful looking. I remember playing it and being like, holy shit, I've never seen graphics (laughs) like this. And it was one of the... Like that first year, there wasn't as many releases. No, it was like one that was built for it. Was God of War 2 one of the releases? No, that was definitely PS2. Okay. God of War 3, maybe. Was that 4? Uh, no, 3 was... PS3. 3 was PS3. 2011, 2010, 2011. And then 4 was the new one that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Which was fucking awesome. All right, so uh, you fight after you fight Al-Mu'alim, you have to go through the several stages of him as a super... Illusion, yeah, him just fucking guy faking it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you killed the wrong me. And then, uh, yeah, he acts like, oh, this is gonna be mano a mano. And then he's like, haha, you see me? You see eighteen of me? Yeah, but then he also uses the piece of Eden to like freeze him. He could just stab him while he was frozen. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess he. Yeah, there's way too much toying with him, for my taste. I hate when games do that. When they, you kill the guy, you're like, oh, I got him. It's like, ah, I tricked you. It was a clone. Yeah. This is the real fight now. That's so annoying. That brings me back to Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, after you beat Al-Mualim and his many different illusions of himself, Altair walks over and picks up the piece of Eden. He doesn't get to pick it up. It just, oh, yeah, that's right. It shoots a map in the sky. Of a globe a he globe. doesn't know exists. Yeah, explain that one, Flat Earthers. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows a bunch of... Glowing dots or other pieces of Eden are, which is the information the Templars wanted. Abstergo. Yeah. That's the whole, the whole reason you were kidnapped. So after you see that, you wake up in the present. <laughs> is Desmond Miller... Desmond, Desmond Miles. Miles. Sorry, I have really bad handwriting. Is he the only living descendant of Altair? Altair? I don't know. He is a living descendant. I kind of got the vibe that they may have tried this before with other descendants, yeah, but yeah. they weren't as receptive to the technology. Anibus. Yeah. Or it wasn't up to snuff yet. Something. Well, okay. in, in, the other, in the following game, they do talk about other subjects, and there's like hidden things where you can... Well, we'll talk about that one. Well, they say, Creed I think Lucy says in this one, she's like, other people weren't as receptive to yeah. it. Because there's some cool ones in the other game. Which, you know, makes you think. Because Desmond's clearly not the first person to get strapped into this thing and try it. 
And they're like, well, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen, you could die. And it's like, oh, so this happened to a shitload of other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your subject's 17, I think. You're the 17th one. I think they say oh, something. I don't know. I didn't. No, I didn't notice. But uh, yeah, that's that's the game, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Wake up and uh, they want to kill you. And Lucy shows you she's an assassin. And then you, you see all the glowing stuff on the walls. And boom, game ends. Now... I bet it was you got the same feeling I did, scientist. The first time you played the first Assassin's Creed game I ever played was two. Me too. Me also. Okay, so two I Hashtag distinctly remember. <laughs> <laughs> two two starts right where one leaves off. Yes, like immediately. I feel that it Halloween's it. Yeah, I feel like I did play two then because I remember started it. <laughs> I remember breaking out of Aspergo or As- As- Abstergo. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that happens at the beginning of two. But it's I remember playing I remember playing two and being like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, because it doesn't really show you previously yeah, yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kind of just goes in the middle of things. But then after that, it kind of goes by itself in two. But we're not talking about two, but yeah. Because other things happen differently. See, that's why I was watching this one. I was like, I remember all this, but I remember other things like puzzles and shit. Yeah, that's definitely in two where they have uh, with like pictures with hidden apples and stuff. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think those were all memories of other subjects that they had in the Animus. Interesting. Because if you solve them all, you get a special cutscene thing. Yeah, but that's that's for Assassin's Creed 2. There were no multiple endings to this one, right? Uh, there are all, there's none in the no. Assassin's Creed games because it has to happen a specific way. I saw a video. Because it's a memory. You're just... I saw a video with multiple endings for a weird Assassin's Creed. Well, there's also like you can get secret endings if you get some other collectibles and stuff. But it just shows you more. It doesn't change the end. Okay. You're like Silent Hill's alien ending. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is canon. Definitely. Oh, Assassin's Creed alien ending was fucked up. <laughs> Which one? This one? <laughs> All right, so real talk. And I want both you guys to weigh in on this. No problem. If we had access to the Animus and you could go back and see your ancestors' memories, would you do it? Well, it depends if I have a cool ancestor. No, fuck yes, I would. What if I have a guy who just cobbled shoes for 30 years? I'd go back as far as he could and see what kind of fucking Neanderthal or... They do that in Assassin's Creed too. I don't care. <laughs> I'm telling you what I'd do. Well, it also... It, certain people can only go back so far. It's, yeah, what if they told me my fucking... My subconscious isn't good enough? Yeah. Or like... Uh, what if it... What if... You're not strong enough. Your will doesn't want to be there. Yeah, what if I get rejected? Yeah, what if like you go back in history and you're like, wow, all my ancestors were cowardly assholes who grifted it. Like, there's no good news, I feel. like We're all descendants of white Europeans, yeah. man. There's no good news. I feel like it's George McFly. Just a bunch of them in the past. <laughs> yeah, end up in the, in the 15th century and my ancestor just was a serial killer on a farm. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like... I, what good information is going to come from this? <laughs> like, what? And, and it's not going to be a cool thing where I can get assassin powers like Desmond does later. But what, what if your ancestor is Jack the Ripper? Yeah, there's. See, that's what I'm saying. You're just traumatized. Like, oh my god, I have so many millions of people to apologize to, <laughs> and that bleeds into your normal life. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's I like my great great bitch. grandfather's fault. The Hindenburg went. Yeah. <laughs> They've been blaming Some somebody else like this entire time. Because, I mean, you go back far enough, you are going to have to have some kind of stake in some major event. Yeah. Yeah. Kane was my great, 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 great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be fucking awful for us. Like, we we, sh- we shouldn't. We don't need to. 
We don't reflect we, that hard. We don't have to turn over that rock. Oh, one of my descendants was in the great heathen army that destroyed England. That's great. Love watching them rip people's guts out. My family out. were Hessians that tried to kill George Washington on <laughs> numerous occasions. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, and even if, there, even if there was good, like if you were like a descendant of a saint or some kind of crazy shit like that, some like a really genuinely good heroic person, what would you even do with that information? It'd be boring as shit to watch anyway. Yeah, you'd watch him fucking going around, oh, God is good, yeah. God is great. It's so like, watch me build this new temple. Like, okay, you're laying bricks. I don't, we can <laughs> skip this part. That's the Assassin's Creed game they need to make. <laughs> yeah, just the one where they're trying to find something interesting about your backstory. <laughs> this random people, they're picking up off the streets. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Ten generations ago, you're... Greatest grandfather was a cobbler. How about that? He made shoes. You want to watch it? Here's an eight-hour day. <laughs> Here's him banging your great-great-great-grandfather. <laughs> so does time... I guess time sped up when you're going through memories, right? Well, you can jump from memory to memory. That's yeah. what happens quite a bit. There were a lot of... Going sinking, Yeah, sinking with memory. Sinking to a more recent. Like, are you learning stuff in real time? I don't think so. I think so. I think... You're on that bed. That you're in the animus as long as you're in, yeah, one for one. Possibly because I mean there are times when he takes breaks and times when he sleeps and it look it appears as if a day goes by, but we have no idea. He's kidnapped in yeah. what's essentially a cell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think he could it, be in there for months for all we know. I think you witness the same times his exact same as. So what happens memory. when you die in your memory? Is that your subconscious not confident getting, enough? Getting it wrong. Okay. Desynchronization. Well, nothing is real. Everything is. (laughs) No, it's nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Everything is permitted. Uh, Yeah, I have it half written down. (laughs) It's which? How terrifying is that saying? Nothing is true. So everything's a lie, and you could do whatever you want about it. It doesn't say everything's a lie. It just says nothing is true. Yeah, don't they explain it in every single Assassin's Creed game what it means? Well, I guess I miss that scientist. Why don't you go ahead and explain <laughs> yeah. it to me? What is, what is he, fucking asshole. What does he say in this one? <laughs> well, he says that uh, reality is not as it seems. You can't trust what you see. Oh, because you might be under the influence of a piece of Eden. And laws and uh, everything is permitted is explained by laws arise from reason, not from divinity. And people are supposed to decode from that. So, okay, Scientologists. Got it. That's all you had to say. <laughs> They're all Scientologists. I mean... It's more like modern democracy than anything, but yeah, Scientology, I guess. From what I hear, Scientology is a democracy. Please don't sue us. <laughs> hey, hoodles. There's someone at my door. <laughs> <laughs> so final thoughts. Uh, Chump Slap, did you enjoy playing it? Would you play it again? And did the story work for you? I, I remember enjoying it. I remember it being repetitive. Wait, did you look for f- flags for four hours? Yes, I did. Fi- <laughs> I did find every flag. I think I might have quit because I don't think I have the platinum for this, unless I played it on Xbox. Maybe you did. I would like to see the map, and you know how the map has all the markers and all the shit you could do on it. Yeah, I would like to see that for this game versus like Origins or Revel, like one of the ones that just oh, got man. completely out of control, where there's like seven hundred fucking dots on your yeah. map of shit to do. Yeah, I don't think there are that many on this and one. And the, the map's 20 times larger. Yeah, exactly. But uh, would you play it again, Chomp Slap? No, no. Because I tried playing another Assassin's Creed game, and I just couldn't. I, I had to put it down right away. It just 
struck me as, oh my God, it's the same. It's more of the same. <laughs> Which one did you play? Uh, the, Which one did you try to play? The one that was free not too long ago on PlayStation. It was like Native Americans or something. Three? I don't know. Or Liberation. Liberation, I think. Oh, that's right, yeah. Liberation was a Vita game, I believe. Yeah, I think it was free for PS3 or something. But I didn't like it. I had to put it there. I, I tried to... I played two. I played two and I played Brotherhood. And then they lost me. And I feel like I got the best games out of the whole series. Although I do hear the new ones are pretty good. Odyssey and... Yeah. What was the other one that just came Origins. out? Origins. I don't know. I played this one. I think I played two. I'm pretty sure I did. But yeah, I think those were like probably the best like story wise and shit i don't know how what they what else there was to do with it well i mean you got to play and find out <laughs> yeah i guess so what you're saying is you're, are you done with this franchise is that what you're telling yeah, us yeah i mean they're they can keep pumping them out i'm sure they're like hardcore fans well i'm not gonna say anything that's gonna stop them from pumping it out but, <laughs> all right true uh yeah i don't know it's it gets repetitive it's like a lot of games to me though like uh, Far Cry and shit, just gets repetitive after a while. No, I hear you. What about you, scientist? Final thoughts? Would you play it? Did the story work for you? Uh, if they remade it, I'd probably play it. I wouldn't play in its condition now. I did. I that story kind of worked. I kind of like the historical aspect of it, and I did play the entire Ezio trilogy, and three. I didn't play four because I hated the, the combat on the boats. And then I kind of went away for a while. I picked up Origins recently and played that, and that's awesome. I do like that there's real people from history in it and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, there's there's always a meme or someone on Twitter or someone's like, yo, I knew this question in history class right off the top of my head because I played Assassin's Creed 3 or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, exactly. They're sneaking in some learning to you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked it. The story's kind of ridiculous science-wise, but it's an interesting way to impose limitations on the player, I think. Right, ways that make sense. Like, it's a yeah. good presentation. Yes, very good. What do you think of it? Would you play it? I probably would not play it. And honestly, it's not a strike of the game. It's just there's nine other newer Assassin's Creed games. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, if I'm going to go back, I'll probably play Odyssey or Origins. But I I would I would play a new Assassin's Creed. I, I'd, I'd pick it up to see what's the going new on ones now with the series. are a lot like Horizon Zero Dawn. Like, that world and running around. And it's, it's hard to figure out how to get more... Damage out of your equipment. <laughs> no, it's easier in that game because you get better equipment and as you level up, you do more damage. Uh, okay. So they're not just pumping out the same game every single time. They make tweaks, they make changes, they want to make it better. They want to make it like the same game, but better. And Origins is probably a good place to start because if you played the other ones, a lot of stuff that happens is interesting to you, like learning the origins of the Assassin's Guild, but it's also not tied to the other stories. So it's a good place to, like, if you wanted to try a new game. That's good advice. Yeah. I mean, the story worked for me just for the reasons you said. I thought it was a really interesting presentation. It was a great way to impose world limits. And just the franchising idea alone, like being able to go to any point in history and just be like, yep, this guy remembers it through his DNA for some reason. Let's have a game in Revolutionary War America. Let's have a game in the only, Egypt, the only, wherever we want. The only strike I'll give it is... Uh... It was kind of obvious that Al-Mualim was going to betray you. I don't know if it's from playing other games that made me think it, but it's just kind of obvious that he was behind the whole thing. He seemed very Templar-like or anti-assassin. You think? Is that, yeah, he definitely had a vibe. That's why he sent you, the biggest fuck-up of the clan, <laughs> to grab the fucking thing. You think? Yeah, like, 
you just fucked up everything. You just got stripped and demoted and everything. So let me put you in charge of one of the most important missions we've ever had. Yeah, that, I thought that was weird. That's... But he was still their best assassin. He just fucked up once. Was he even their best assassin? I don't know. They say it a bunch of times. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, I used to admire you. And... I don't know. I give it a 17 out of 27. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. wow. That's up there. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it when it came out. Like, this is when I first played it. I mean, I gave it a 12, and I thought that was a high praise. Well, I definitely thought it was better than fucking Bayonetta. And I gave that a 13, so. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I guess I'm going to go with a 14, then. I'll split the difference. Oh, snap. Yeah, I thought it was about a 50%, especially compared to newer uh, releases for it. Yeah, I figured it was like 50, 50, 50. It was a good game, but I thought it had a little something to it. I think the... The leaps of faith just pushed it over the edge for me because I love doing those. I don't know why. <laughs> it was so cool. And I, I think I was judging it also on the Assassin's Creed games that came afterwards. I'm giving it a lower score than oh, than the other ones you played. Yeah, yeah. okay, that Fair could enough. be it. Yeah, because I immediately think two and Brotherhood were fucking awesome. It's, yeah, it's awesome in those games when you get the assassins who can kill for you, so you don't get caught. Yeah, those would be in the twenties for me, probably. Yeah, and the the endings of those are amazing compared to this one. That does put this game as the most, well, the highest rated game we've ever reviewed of, at 43 It was easily the best game we've ever reviewed, I think. Well, maybe Prototype is a little bit better, but. Yeah, but this is only, we only started the scoring <laughs> in the last four, so. It's crazy how you think the best two games we reviewed were two of your picks. It's just strange how that works. Well, I didn't pick Wet, so. How, did you find any cool quotes in this one, though? There weren't really. that I, None that stuck out to me, I didn't write them down. Oh, dude, I have one. <laughs> let's let's hear is it, it from the past or the to present day it's from the past when you're you're eavesdropping on two guys that are just talking and one of the guys is like oh i found this piece of paper but it's got just some scribbles he's like and the other guy's like it's not scribbles it's fucking letters and words <laughs> and, then the, and then the guy says oh why is a man putting words and letters in a tube seems like a waste of a tube if you ask me <laughs> I was like, what? That's, that's a good one. What the fuck? I just have boring ones. I have the nothing is true, everything is permitted, which... It's a classic Assassin's Creed line. Exactly. Uh, I have the one where Altair's interrogating one of the criers, and the guy's like, please don't kill me. He's like, give me names, <laughs> and I'll give you blood. <laughs> so badass. If I was that guy, I'd be like, well, why? The, if you're just going to kill me anyway, why the fuck would I ever talk to you? You're a dick. Well, yeah. Go to hell. The one thing we've learned from doing these podcasts is it's interrogating people is... Brutally easily. Easy. Well, the, 100% effective. Yeah. The one thing I've learned is if I'm getting interrogated, don't give up your info because <laughs> they're going to kill you when they get it. But you don't see interrogating people is a lot easier. You can you just say, hey, give it to me. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, yeah. I've seen it work. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't work when it's the protagonist getting interrogated. Yeah, yeah exactly. You get, you get, a, never break. get a press a button really fast to resist. <laughs> yeah, that's just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> And then another good badass quote he has when he kills somebody is, speak to me or speak to God. It's your choice. I do remember that one. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah that, that's all I have for good quotes. Um, there was a lot of decent ones out there, and I, I guarantee if we would have watched like a longer play that had more townspeople speak, we would have got some more gems in there. Oh, dude, I watched a speedrun of it, and it was longer than the cutscene movie because you can't skip any of the cutscenes. Really? I saw a playthrough that was like an hour longer than the cutscene movie. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's about the speedrun. Like, what's the difference? Yeah, I also noticed the uh, the cutscene movie I watched was like three hours long, and there was an unnecessary amount of combat in it. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. And it, like, if they would have cut that out, it, it would have been bad like... combat. <laughs> like, why do you even keep that in? I guess it's to make the story work, I guess. So you're just skipping back and forth. You don't have to show me you stabbing fucking eight different guards. <laughs> I know what it looks like. Yeah, just the, just the important kill would have been good. Yeah. And there was one where he, like, stabbed and killed five different guards and then ran away. <laughs> and, and like it's like, well, why why did you put that in there? We get that he ran away from this area. We don't need yeah. to see. This movie does not have to be three hours. It could have been two and a half. Could have been two if you tightened it up a little. Probably, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that does it. That, uh, that concludes our week talking about Assassin's Creed. Highest rated game yet for the 100 download special. Go rent for it. For the 100 download special. <laughs> Yep, we're really cashing in here. <laughs> Go to your local Blockbuster and pick this one up. <laughs> what is this commercial from 15 years ago? We'll get our money wherever we can take it. All Hawk Blockbuster. <laughs> so that'll take us to our favorite segment oh, of yeah. every week's podcast. The number one favorite segment, Scientists Lock of the Week. <laughs> That's the lock, Tell ladies and gentlemen. Every clink. <laughs> Every week, we ask scientists to give us a 100% guaranteed gambling pick of the week. So, scientist, who do you got this week? Uh, find someone who will give you the bet of Tina Hawkins to repeat as Oklahoma Women's Horseshoe Champion again this year. Who? Tina Hawkins. She's won like the last three. She's going to win again this year. Yeah, she was awesome last yeah. year. Yeah, she'll, she'll dominate. You won't get good odds, but it's, a, it's not the moneymaker of the week. It's the lock of the week. So. Exactly. So it's just her to win. Yep. Straight Tina up. Hawkins all the way. Yep. Undefeated the whole way through this year. Nice, nice. And I, I, th- I think I missed or dozed out for the beginning part of this. But is this a collegiate event? No, 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 no. It's Oklahoma Women's Hockey Horseshoe Championship. Oh, oh, states. Oh, so we're in state the pro right. circuit. Yeah. States. Oh shit. Okay. This is the nice. real deal. Does she advance to nationals? Yes. You know what? I don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> she will advance because she's going to win. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to sell my car. I'm going to sell my furniture. Then I'm going to take that money. I'm going to sell my money. I'm going to sell my kids. I'm going to take all our endorsement money. Yeah. Take all that endorsement money and put it all on T. Hawkins, America's sweetheart. It's a sure thing. <laughs> Thank you, Chump Slap. <laughs> that brings us to our favorite segment of the week, which is Chump Slap's recommendation window. Every week we pick a topic at random, usually right before <laughs> I finish this sentence because I don't prepare. And he takes longer so, and dragging on the sentence when he can't think of something. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, scientist, what author can you recommend to us right now? Who's got the hot book? Can be a I'm classic. Let Chump Slap what take do you that got? one, thanks. Sorry, did I say scientist? It's Chump yes, Slap. Chump Slap. Oh, oh, my author recommendation? Jeremy Robert Johnson. J.R.J. J.R.J. And what has he written? Nothing you ain't heard of. (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good uh, collection of short stories. It's called Angel Dust Apocalypse. It's really good. Nice. And he he has uh, a couple, like, short books, like chat books, they call them, I guess. Like the little ones. Cool. Cool. And what, what was that name one more time? Jeremy Robert Johnson. J.R.J. Yeah, I was going to say, pick up Angel Dust Apocalypse <laughs> at your local bookstore. We're not getting paid to Go say Go to your that. local bookstore, library. It, the library is uh, that place where all the hobos go to masturbate. They have books. <laughs> I thought it was called Borders. Go grab some. <laughs> go grab the book. 
call up Amazon, order it, <laughs> buy catalog, whatever you got to do. Get that book. So that does it for us this week. Uh, anything you guys want to say? Anything we want to plug? What what do we got going on? Where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on uh, at Plotty Time on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram. And meth for life. And meth fans are us. And you can email us long form. Plottytime at gmail.com. I answer every single email. And soon we'll get that FetLife profile up. So <laughs> nice. We'll check, be down for a lot of weird shit. Check out our so, MySpace, too. <laughs> that does it for us this week. You all have a good one. Peace. Smile later. Peace.